Welcome to the Elevated Visibility Podcast, the podcast for female founders who are looking for more than just easy marketing tips and feel-good strategy and craving deep connection. I'm your host, Nina Gibson, holistic SEO expert and visibility enthusiast who is hell-bent on giving women a voice and a platform to use it. In this space, we chat all things SEO and marketing for your brand and business, but we also peel back the layers and the bullshit and dive deep into what it means to feel visible as business owners, women, moms, and more. If you're ready for holistic marketing strategy mixed in with some soulful storytelling, this podcast is for you. Welcome. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Elevated Visibility Podcast. I'm your host, Nina Gibson. SEO expert and visibility and discoverability cheerleader. I feel like that doesn't get mentioned nearly enough in the world of being found, right? And getting your business in front of more people. Everybody and their brother is talking about visibility right now. But what we really want is a combination of the both, right? We want visibility and discoverability. We want to be found in places that people aren't even necessarily looking for us, but we also want to be discovered when people are searching for the things that we offer or the products that we sell, right? So it's like a twofold. And I feel like discoverability gets lost in all of this. So yeah, I didn't even mean to go into a tangent, like (laughs) right into the intro of saying hello, but here we are. So how are you? In the last episode, I made a joke about how I ask how you are in every single episode. And so now it's going to become a thing. I'm going to ask how you are every single time until somebody tells me to stop. So in today's episode, we are going to be talking about specific guidelines that you need to be following if you are a business that wants your products and offers to be found via Google Merchant Center. And this can either be in the organic way where you're not paying for any ads or listings and you just want your products to be found organically, right? Because that's a feature that you can utilize with Google Merchant Center. And if you are advertising, doing shopping ads, PLAs with Google Merchant Center, there are certain things that you need to do in order to establish yourself as a trustworthy website and business in the eyes of Google. So your products and offers can get in front of all of the people who are looking for them and need them. And this is actually a newish guideline that they updated over the summer. And it's part of their misrepresentation guidelines. And it's really interesting because as we've been talking about Google's new generative AI search experience and chat GPT and all of these different things, I feel like Google is making more and more moves toward being able to weed out bullshit and scam artists more and more right from actual trustworthy websites. And I think they're really pushing business owners to be thinking about how can you establish yourself as a trustworthy source, right, in the eyes of a consumer. So some of the things that they updated in their policy aren't super surprising, but a couple of them I want to talk about specifically because they're really good and easy opportunities for you to showcase your trust and your authority. So one of the first things that Google wants you to do is be very clear about your business identity, right? The name of your business should be clear. It should be the legal name that you're using across all entities like your Google business listing, if you have one of those, and that you are consistently using that name across social media platforms, et cetera. This is the one that I really want to emphasize. Make sure that your brand, I'm going to read it exactly. Make sure, 
a brand's website features an About Us page as this establishes authenticity and helps customers to understand their unique journey. Now, as an SEO for all kinds of businesses for many, many years, I've always been like, your About Us page is one of the most underutilized pages on your website. And this is especially true for service providers and consultants. But Google is now telling you, hey, if you're a product-based business, you need to have an About Us page that talks about your story, that talks about you as the product owner, right? And who you are and help create connections and trust with your customer. And so if you don't have a robust About Us page, this is your signal to go do that right now, especially as we're still in September and we're prepping for Q4. This is a great opportunity and a relatively easy lift, right? Your story should be one of those things that comes, boom, right off the tongue. So go and update that About Us page or our story page or whatever it may be to showcase that trust and start making connections with your customers because Google's telling you to do it. And honestly, it's something we should be doing anyway. So linking out to your brand social media profiles is something else that Google wants you to do, which is really interesting. I think sometimes businesses are hesitant to do that because they don't want to take people off the website. But Google's saying, hey, I want you to do this because it helps establish trust. And then transparency, how you do business should be really transparent, how your business model works should be really transparent. If you use ambassadors, if you have affiliate programs, all of those different things, Google wants you to showcase and be really clear on and help to establish that trust and authority with not only Google, but the consumer, right? The other one is online reputation. So reputation management is something that comes up a lot. And this is really important. If you are a product-based business and you are not leveraging reviews, this is me dancing up and down, jumping up and down, telling you, you need to get on that right now. Not only is it important for consumers, conversion rate optimization for your rankings, I'm going to say it. I really do think that product reviews have an impact on product-specific rankings, okay? That's not an official statement. That's just my my personal opinion and observation having been in this space for 15 years. But Google is telling you that you need to focus on building your online reputation. And one of the best ways to do that is to garner reviews, right? And submitting them via Google and using official, like approved third-party resources to get those reviews and making sure that they follow FTC guidelines, right? If somebody gets a product for free, they need to disclose that in their review, all of those things. But if you are a newish product-based business, this should be one of your primary focuses because Google is going to look at this, right? Google is going to look at this and be like, okay, this person has amazing products. They've got a cool About Us page. They're giving us all the information, but nobody's reviewed their product. From a consumer perspective too, that matters, right? So building your online reputation, this is mega important. If you have a Google business listing, right? If you have a brick and mortar store in conjunction with your D2C e-commerce store, focus on getting those reviews. And here's a little tidbit. If you have reviews and you're not responding to them, positive and negative, get on that right now. Okay. Google wants to see you interacting with people who are leaving reviews on your website. So every single review you get, you should be commenting back. Great. Thanks so much, Louisa, for leaving that amazing review. We're glad you enjoyed experiencing our shop or whatever respond to those people. Okay. And then the final update, well, it's not the final, but the fourth thing that we're going to talk about that Google updated with their misrepresentation policy 
is about design. It's about professional design. They want your website to be and feel professional, right? That doesn't mean that you need to hire a professional designer to do it, but they want your website to feel like a real business website. And you need to have that SSL certificate, right? The HTTPS. There are still designers out there right now designing websites without the HTTPS SSL certificate, I, <laughs> which kind of blows my mind. This is a non-negotiable. If you are currently working with a designer and they are not putting your site on HTTPS, tell them that they need to. And if they won't, then you need to find somebody else because that is a non-negotiable in 2023 and beyond, right? You have to have that SSL certificate. And your website should be easy to navigate, okay? Easy to navigate, easy to find things. Don't hide your shit, okay? Don't make it so the consumer has to click six times to find your most epic product offerings. Three clicks deep, four at max, right? But three clicks deep. Your architecture should be as flat as possible, okay? And it should make sense. You really need to think about how your product-based website is organized. And you need to really spend time mapping that out. Or if you already have a website, thinking about how can I make this better and improve it and more streamlined because that really does matter. Not only does it matter for users and the conversion experience and the customer journey on your website, but it really matters for SEO and clearly to Google when it comes to building authority and trust, right? In the eyes of the search engine. And Google doesn't want any placeholders. I'm actually going to read this specifically. Try to avoid placeholders where possible as this gives Google and the customer the impression that the website is still under construction and not yet ready for SERPs. Now, placeholders means like coming soon and things like that. So I would say as a business, if you do have something that's coming soon, like a collection or things like that, talk about it, right? Don't just put coming soon. Talk about the collection. Talk about when it's supposed to launch, all of those different things. Google doesn't want to see placeholders because clearly to them that signals, hey, we're not really ready for prime time. So you need to be very cognizant of what you're putting on your website that's live and can be crawled by search engines. So those are the four different things that Google has updated in their misrepresentation policy. I'm going to pop a link for it in the show notes so you can read the full update. But just to recap, business identity, right? Make sure you're using your legal business name, making sure that you have a epic about us page, linking out to your social media profiles, transparency, that your website messaging is clear, how you conduct business is clear, how your privacy policies, your terms and conditions, all of that online reputation, okay? Start building the shit out of those reviews. And if you have a brick and mortar location and you have a Google business listing, making sure that you're responding and interacting with customers, leaving reviews on that Google business listing page. And finally, professional design, okay? Don't make it hard for people to find and buy your amazing product. Okay. If they find it too hard, they're going to leave. And even more so Google's telling you, we will not showcase your products and offers via Google Merchant Center if you don't have these things in place. Now you might be thinking, but Nina, I'm not using Google Merchant Center for anything. Do these things still apply? I'm going to say yes. While this update is specific to Google Merchant Center and businesses wanting their products and offers showcased via that platform, I will say that this is a pretty clear nod from Google that, hey, these are the things that matter. And I would say that some of these overlap with their EAT algorithm component, which is their experience, expertise, authority, and trustworthiness. There's definitely overlap here, right? So even if you're not advertising 
or interested in having your product showcased organically via Google Merchant Center, pay attention to all of these things because all of them are super important and relevant for product-based businesses in terms of getting your products in front of more people. So, all right, I'm going to drop some resources in the show notes. I hope the sun is shining wherever you are. Until next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Elevated Visibility Podcast. If you loved it and you want to support the podcast, please share it with others, your family, friends, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. I would appreciate it so, so much. Catch all the latest from me. You can follow me on Instagram at ninagibson.co. Until next time.